uh, deceived. And uh, last week we forgot to give out the cards, and so we're going to have these cards sitting in the back um, from last week. But we also have the ones from this week that we're going to get out. Um, and these are for you to keep. Put your Bible. It has um, notes on the back for you to remember and draw off of. And so um, there was a question that was asked last week that I want to get to first because um, I, w- I said that I would answer questions. And uh, if you don't have the app yet, it's an awesome opportunity for you to download the app. There's a thing in there called Text It In, and you can text in questions during the message, and I'll answer the mess- I'll answer the questions um, and get back to you on that. So the w- one question was uh, about people that were deceitful people was, shouldn't we show them the same kind of love, or shouldn't we be friends with them? Shouldn't we uh, extend friendship to them? And I say, yes, absolutely. We should... We shouldn't be rude or we shouldn't be mean to them. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. But there's also a level and a line that we should not let them cross. We should not be surprised that uh, a person who has uh, been a repetitive deceiver, somebody who's been a repetitive liar, continues to lie. If you continue reaching out to that person, you're going to get bit uh, many times. It's like petting the dog that keeps biting you over and over and over again. But yet you keep petting the dog over again. Um, it's going. It's going to continue biting you. Um, if that's something you want to put up with, then I totally understand. But there's a passage that I want you guys to see that kind of define that clears in a very defining moment for me how uh, God really views people that are deceitful. And it's in uh, Proverbs. No, that's not the one. Um, yes, it's in Proverbs chapter six. So Proverbs says this: There are six things that the Lord hates. Seven that are an abomination to him. That doesn't sound very good. Go to the next one. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceives wicked plans, that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and, no, and one who sows discord among brothers. That actually probably has deceit written over about four or five of them. That's something that God hates. And we shouldn't be spending time with things that God hates. Um, because he knows for our own betterment that things aren't going to get better unless this person changes from the inside out instead of being behavior modified. There's a passage that talks about that you have to be very careful when you actually say, when somebody who is a deceitful person says, I'm sorry, or they try to actually say something nice to you, they're actually not meaning it at all for what you think it is. It looks like an opportunity for them to be polite. It looks like for them an opportunity to say, I'm sorry, and that they're really trying to, to hook you in in order to deceive you again, most likely. And so you have to be very careful with that. I'm not saying go be friends with somebody that's not deceitful. I mean, that is deceitful. You have to be friends with them. You have to reach out to them. But you also need to make a fine line as to how far you're going to let them in and how far you're going to dive into that friendship. Because... An unbalanced friendship isn't a, isn't a very good friendship at all. When you're all when you're the one that's giving all the time and and basically they're just taking from you, it's going to stay unbalanced, and that is not a healthy friendship. And you'll get bitten by that, just like a dog. You'll get continually bitten over and over and over and over again. And why do you want to keep going back to that? And so that's my answer to that question. Um, and if you have another one that comes along the line, get on the app, text it in, and I'll be able to answer some more of the questions. Um, and we'll do that with Open Forum some this year. But I want to move into deception in a different way um, 
We started and kind of left off of social media, and you guys convinced me that social media absolutely is completely deceiving. The middle schoolers did an excellent job of really convincing me that uh, social media, because I wasn't quite sure. I thought that was the I thought that was the pat answer. I thought it was a, a, an easy way out to say social media, but why social media? And you guys just nailed it. I mean, one after the other, after the other, after the other. But I want to kind of move into this idea of deceit in a different way, but I want to kind of clarify it again. There is innocent deceit, where it's just fun, and then there's the deceit that's not so innocent, where there's a little bit more damage that goes with it. So innocent deceit is this. My best friend and I used to go to the mall, and we would go into the arcade or really wherever we were at, and we would convince people that we were brothers, that we were twins. There's just a little problem with my best friend the flat. <laughs> and we used to get away with it. We had girls that were like, wow! That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. We're like, I know, right? And then I was like, check this out. And we used to really play with this. And we were like, and both of our parents are black. <laughs> and they would just be like, I mean, you would see it turning, but it was rusty a little bit. And it was just kind of like, <laughs> and then sometimes we would say that we were both, you know, both of our parents were white, and like my, my best friend had a really funny white person accent that he still do on the phone. Uh, every time I pick it up, he's like this like businessman, I guess what you would consider straight laced businessman. So he would talk like this, and um, he'd be like, "Yeah, my name is Arthur." His real name we call him Arthur. His name is Arthur. He was like, "Hello, my name is Arthur. Nice to meet you." And they were like. Parents really are white. It was just like it was hilarious to see them pull, see us pull this off. And I mean, most, sometimes people wouldn't buy it, but most of the time we got away with it. People were just like amazed by it. Um, and then we would try to pull off British accents and stuff. That never worked out. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun to just mess with people. That's simple, easy deception. There's nothing bad about it. Now, there was one opportunity that. Uh, I remember sitting in my living room when I was 17 years old, my senior year, and I remember watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, me too. I didn't get to watch this full episode. Um, I was sitting there watching this, and my mom was asking me, is everything okay? Everything's good? And I'm like, yeah, mom, everything's fine. I mean, she had no clue the stuff I was doing. No idea the stuff I was doing. They didn't ask much. They didn't care. And I'm like, why are y'all asking this? And my dad was actually home for once in the middle of the uh, evening. And so we were sitting there talking, and he says, are you, again, you're sure you're doing okay? Everything's fine. You know, you're not in any trouble. And I was like, no, it's your fault. Like, and that's what I'm thinking in my head, but I'm like, no, everything's fine. I'm in the middle of trying to convince them when two police officers, two squad cars, come pulling up into my driveway about 50 miles an hour. I am not kidding you. They, It was so loud, and I lived on a hill, and they hit the hill. You could hear their scrunch and the lights were blaring. Woo! Woo! And I was in the uh, recliner. I remember pushing off of the floor and rolling the recliner backwards. And basically, I did a somersault, got up, and ran out the back door. And I was gone. <laughs> I just ran. I remember getting beat in the face. I ran basically. I lived over off of Old Alabama. I ran to the back end of Willow Springs and over off of Haynesbridge Road. And I remember just, I didn't stop running. I just ran and ran and ran and ran. And I remember running out of breath, and I kind of stopped. 
at the other end of Willow Springs and went, I'm going to pull this one off. <laughs> Everything's fine, Mom and Dad. Everything's fine. Police officers come flood up in the house and then their son's gone in two seconds. I was just like, hmm, the whole walk back, I was thinking, what are my mom's thinking right now? Like, is she crying? What happened to my baby boy? You know, it's, it's my dad, like, I'm going to kill him when he gets back in here. I mean, I was just kind of like, you know, what in the world? And so I remember walking back in 